0: You think a bunch of people are going to cancel you on Reddit because you hate Hamilton? Uh, I don't... I mean... On Reddit?
1: Fair enough. Maybe Reddit's a bad example. Adam hates everything.
0: You thought we'd be done.
1: It's... I thought the season was over.
0: (laughs) Well, fans demanded more content.
1: Did they really? I had
0: one fan demand more content.
1: Which one fan was that? <laughs> why do they hate me?
0: He's a coworker, And he said, I host a great podcast. Thank you very much.
1: I'm not debating that fact. I just don't Aww. understand why we have to torture me more.
0: Well, I mean, I really want to see... Okay, the reason we're doing this is we would have been fine, except Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. Hooray. And we've never seen the show. I've never even listened to the soundtrack. Have you? Uh,
1: not the soundtrack. I saw it at the public.
0: What? When you've seen workshop. it already? Yes.
1: Like, you've asked what? me this like nine times. <laughs> I caught part of it when they were doing the workshop preview thing at the public. Oh, I don't know why this is news to Plot you. Plot
0: twist. I do not remember this. Yes. <laughs> You've already seen it? Mm-hmm. The whole thing?
1: Well, I mean, what they had at the public, I don't know if it's different or not, but I mean, it was...
0: You know what's the most depressing thing about moving to Florida? Hmm. I keep thinking you're misspeaking and you're <laughs> and nuts, um, saying the show at the publics.
1: No, not the publics. I know. The public. Well,
0: no, I know, but I not know that. You know, really that really know confusing
1: that. theater in an old uh, library? Oh,
0: yeah. it has. It's like, that's one of my favorite bars, mm-hmm. the library that's up above it uh well shit now i don't even know if it's worth doing because you've seen it already
1: well i mean not in the final produced form like this
0: yeah but it was pretty solid i still to this day think about michael raymond who was working at uh the public and uh and he could get free tickets and he was like katie the show's gonna be really big You should come see it while you have a chance. It's going to Broadway. And I was like, Alexander Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda, give me a break. I don't like hip-hop musicals. And so I didn't see it. And it ended up being a phenomenon.
1: Yeah, my dad's boss always used to use me as her ticket source for shows in Mm -hmm. New York. And reached out at one point asking for tickets. And I'm like, the only thing I can get you is Hamilton. And This is
0: before it was big.
1: Before it was big. Mm-hmm. It was still at the public at the time. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then it exploded mm-hmm. like two months later. And she's like, can you still get those tickets? I'm like, no, no. girl, I can't even get me tickets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you have a $1,000 maybe. Yeah. Um, well,
1: even at that point, that was, it wasn't a matter of money at that point. It was a matter of did you book out far enough <laughs> in advance and sell your kidney? Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so you saw the public version.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I would think that you would appreciate the show because you like history, and you're a big nerd.
1: I do. I can appreciate the artistry of it and all, but I know I'm a terrible theater person, but I'm not really that big a fan of musicals, and I'm especially not that big a fan of musicals on TV.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not making you watch Grease Live on Fox.
1: Oh, God. Well, that would have never happened. <laughs>
0: Well, shit, now I don't even know. Is there anything new you can glean from doing the podcast?
1: I, again, we can see if it's what I remember and move on. I mean, I know that I'm...
0: Uh, if you could rate it between 1 and 10, what would you rate Hamilton? Eh. That's not a number, Adam. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I see why everybody likes it. I just am not that... <laughs> Kind of person.
0: Is there any musical that you would go be willing to watch right now? There Cabaret
1: done properly.
0: Cabaret. Okay. What about Putnam County Spelling
1: Bee? That one's pretty fun.
0: Yeah. What about?
1: I did like Avenue Q. I do. Avenue I, Q I was like funny. Avenue Q
0: too. Those are. You're in town. Those are like my top three, actually. Hmm. Um. Well, I've never seen it, and I've never seen the soundtrack, so. I'm excited, but I don't want you to shit all over my Hamilton experience.
1: Then why are you insisting that I be a part of it?
0: <laughs> I don't know something to do on July 4th.
1: You're not new to me.
0: <laughs> I know. I'll just keep your mouth shut during it.
1: <laughs> okay, fine.
0: Okay. Save all your ire for afterwards. Part of me wonders if I'll like it because... Um, Again, not a huge hip-hop musical fan Although I do appreciate Lin-Manuel Miranda As a person, and I think he is a brilliant Writer, and he's obviously super smart Um, the show also Doesn't pass the Bechtel test, and As much as it does a lot for multiracial Characters, and all Of that, uh The women, pretty much, as far As I know, just write love letters And long for, to like, fuck Some dudes, it's like Come on, you couldn't have thrown a
1: I mean, isn't a that A Molly what they,
0: Pitcher in there?
1: Isn't that what they did in that time period?
0: No. Adam Winfield. There's a book by Cokie Roberts. It's called The Founding Mothers, I think, and it's about all of the women's roles that they played uh, with the creation of America. And a lot of it was, you know, on the sidelines behind every man as a woman that made them, you know, awesome or whatever the fuck that quote is. Um, mm. And then there were, you know, there was like Molly Pitcher who was... Um, giving water to guys during the Revolutionary War. I forget what she did. See, she's here, a fictional character. And, here,
1: I thought Susan B. Fictional. Anthony just got lost and wandered into a folding place
0: <laughs> also, and didn't want
1: to leave without making it worth a while.
0: <laughs> she's like, wait, what? We can't do this all the time. Um, and also there is a book called Oh shit. It's something, something soldier spy that was. It's obviously not tinkered, whatever. Oh, it's not that. It's a book about f- female spies during the Civil War, which I know is like a hundred and so years later. But
1: yeah.
0: anyway, so if they're gonna cast uh, a bunch of white people as non-white people, they could have cast some, you know, uh, men as women. But I guess that's too many. Um, Platforms to stand for in a show. Also, I just read that a historian did say, even though he did have the biographer as a consultant to check all historical accuracies for the songs, there is a historian that's saying that it is still whitewashed. And, you know, he did, Hamilton did own slaves and sell slaves for his family. And, you know, they're still, they're kind of whitewash a lot of it. And it's not, they don't make it look as complicated as it really is.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, let's face it. Our founding fathers were kind of problematic. Very. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll be interested to see what you think about it. Like I appreciate the artistry in it. I think it's interesting and, and new and all of that sort of stuff. But I know that I'm committing blasphemy here. I find Lin-Manuel Miranda to be incredibly talented, but i think a lot of it is the same like you could i personally feel like you could take what lin manuel moran what he wrote for moana and drop it in just Mm -hmm. changing the words into (laughs) any one of his shows like it's very much
0: his the ones that the songs that he's written Mm -hmm. like and bring it on the musical you get to the lin manuel stuff and you're like Oh, yeah, that's that's him, for yeah.
1: sure. It's like, oh, wasn't this an act two of In the Heights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of got a very Lloyd Webber feel to it. You know, he started it
0: as a concept album, much like Webber started Evita and Jesus Christ Superstar. It was an album before it was a show, so.
1: Yeah, I mean. There's
0: that fun fact.
1: I still find him to be better than, than Webber, but it's still kind of the same, you know, sort of feel for me. So I don't like lose my mind over this much and I guess being you know the jaded person that I am having gone through like theater school and worked in the industry for god thanks to the lack of child labor laws in Iowa 20 years now um, interesting retellings or approaches to stuff I've kind of seen (laughs) (laughs) so it's not as novel to me Yeah, You know, like, oh, adding a hip-hop edge to it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Did you ever see The Bomb-Itty of Errors? That was a hip-hop rap version of The Comedy of Errors, and it was amazing.
1: (laughs) It sounds a little bit like my nightmare. It was hilarious.
0: It was really fun.
1: Yeah, and probably like that Leonardo DiCaprio... Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet that I... I mean, if you wanted to ever hear my Audible eye rolls,
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if Shakespeare is Leo's, you know, medium.
1: Everybody should just quit fucking with Shakespeare. <laughs>
0: like you know, you know my take on Shakespeare.
1: I mean, it's fine, and it's interesting where it's set. Like, let it be set that way. Like, we don't need Macbeth. No, the themes
0: continue fine throughout life
1: i mean because you know there's like that theory that there's only like five stories that anyone can ever tell of course the themes are going to continue like just think of a you know way to do it in the period better like as we progress as a theatrical industry like we could do awesome stuff in scotland like we could actually do a lot of like fun things in Verona yeah, and have it be still that visual experience. We don't have to, you know, set it after, you know, the zombies come.
0: That is, that is a, um, taming of the shrew. I've been dying to see yeah. with zombies.
1: Well, I'm just waiting for the Romeo and Juliet that comes. It's like, she's a zombie. He's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> How can they ever come together?
0: they both eat each other at the end. Mhm. Um well okay.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think you'll find my normal level of vitriol for uh theatrical performance out of this one, but I still am very blasphemous among the community that I'm, you know, haven't lost my mind for Hamilton.
0: I'm just still upset that you've actually seen it already. It's <laughs> like <laughs>
1: save it for when orchestra seats are 60 bucks
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do i do appreciate though that you know the ham for ham the lottery show ticket uh, the the show that they did for a while when they were running lottery before it got too big um you know he still did a performance for people that were trying to get tickets for only ten dollars and they still ran that lottery until the very end oh no that's amazing Um, and he did a show for them which was really cool in the streets
1: again He's love doing, the guy. Yeah. I think he's awesome. And I love, he's doing so much for he's like so
0: busy <laughs> the
1: art and the industry, yeah. and he's you know he's really cool. He's down to earth. He's awesome. He's doing a great job getting people involved in it. Yeah. I just i I don't know. I'm not like a screaming you know teenage girl when the Beatles came.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, are you ever a screaming teenage girl? I think the closest I've seen is the Apple conference.
1: And that wasn't screaming teenage girl. That was like, shh, don't talk to me.
0: I know. You're texting with your buddy. Craig is talking. (laughs) Okay, let's go eat tacos and watch this. Happy fourth, everybody. Did I finally achieve the unachievable?
1: I mean, I think we went into this knowing that this episode can't be titled Adam Hates Hamilton.
0: What do you mean? Until we started recording this, I thought that you were not excited at all about watching Hamilton.
1: I mean, I technically, that's correct. I wasn't, because watching musicals on TV is definitely not my bag. <laughs> We'd go out on a limb and say, still isn't. But Yes,
0: but we're sitting was- there
1: pleasantly surprised and quite pleased with how they did this yes i i really thought that it was well executed Uh um only a couple times was there like why are we shooting it like this
0: yeah (laughs) we're missing so much right now
1: yeah i mean there are a couple close-up shots where there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that i would have liked the effect of like the wide shot yeah and then some of the overheads i'm like why why do we go overhead
0: just to show the
1: yeah, but if you're trying to like recreate the experience, like this is in no way is the experience <laughs> that anybody in there is getting. It's I not know. chorus line.
0: Um, but I will say like you you said you didn't or as someone who is expecting you to hate it, you also like we get to I can't remember the name of the song, but you're like, "Oh, this is my favorite song." And then you're like, "I really like how they did that." Like you were geeking out about the technical stuff too.
1: There's a ton of artistry in here and I've mm-hmm. never actually railed against the artistry that goes into musicals, maybe aside from the live on Fox ones that they do. <laughs>
0: Still, I must say that the Grease one was the best one for sure. And actually there was a ton of artistry, but I couldn't anyway. bring
1: myself to watch the Grease one.
0: I mean, I hate Grease, and I enjoyed that one, mm. but the rest are pretty bad. Um, Not to, but the technical feats that are done in that process. I mean, first, we must give a shout out to our uh, brothers and sisters in the performance and technical industry that were involved with that show. Mm -hmm. Because, hot damn. I mean, I know they're all in a shitty situation right now, most of them. Um, But that is one dang good show. And I'm so glad that, uh, you know, they're offering Hamilton in a more available setting because that's what lin-manuel miranda wanted to do he wanted Mm -hmm. the show to be accessible he didn't want it to be cross prohibitive of going to a show and i think they did yeah you know no it's not like the real experience but the fact the luxury of seeing the original cast in and of itself is
1: yeah well and that's something that you know the miranda projects have in spades above everything else is that original cast is in general a life-altering experience
0: my god i mean <laughs> just a shout out to leslie odom jr and philippa Asu, who damn mm-hmm. i mean and the woman who played it. i'm sorry i don't know all the actors names the one who played angelica and lafayette and didn't he win the tony
1: I don't know. I haven't watched the Tonys in like 10 years. I know.
0: You don't care. Um, (laughs) I think he did. Lafayette and Jefferson. Um, God, the most talented cast on the fucking planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just so smart to have Jonathan. They didn't need to have the king leaving his commentary. But Jonathan Graft was a really good palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. from all the hip hop so it didn't become monotonous like you get a little break of a catchy tune that you know you could sing along to at the end
1: well yeah old world new world kind of thing yeah almost like they planned it (laughs) (laughs) i know they didn't you asshole
0: um yeah i mean i i didn't well so the thing that i thought would be my chief complaint and i and experience you experience it when you watch it of like Ugh, Eliza being like, sweetie, come to bed, you're never home, why are you working so hard on this government, oh my god, and being like, you know, just that annoying wife that does that. Then the final, like, three minutes of the show are all paying tribute to her and what she did after he died, and I was just like, a feminist in tears. <laughs> Her orphanage. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Um, Yeah, you were kind of a mess in the last five minutes of the show.
0: Well, and I mean, so the second act is slow, for sure. The first act is totally exciting. Love every minute of it. It could be its own one act musical. but, um, But man, all is forgiven once they go to the duel and the staging of him Experiencing it's like a spoken word poem, but the last minutes of his life in that staging is so beautiful. And
1: yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, like he Miranda had a tough job in act two, yeah, because after the revolution and Washington's term, it yeah, what do you got going on? It's just a bunch of old white guys yelling at each other,
0: (laughs) much like today,
1: yeah, but like even. You know, yeah, even more boring
0: because well, they were
1: doing it in like old English.
0: I know, but but I honestly I appreciate. I'm glad they did delve into it because it does remind you like politics have always been that petty and awful. And back then they had fucking duels, yeah. <laughs> like it was even crazier. And <laughs> uh, you know, and they art. broke so out. I'd in, like yeah. to see the day on c-span <laughs> I'd like to see Mitch McConnell go head to head with Chuck Schumer and see how that works out.
1: <laughs> or Nancy at, Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> Pistols at dawn in Manassas. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah! So. Both of
1: them can't keep their glasses yeah. on their face. <laughs> they go and kill thirty innocent people. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was really that was a really good production. I can see why people absolutely love it, and mm-hmm. um, I really would love to see it live because you miss just watching it by on TV. You miss the wall of sound and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the staging, the choreography. From what I could see and appreciate in that context was really amazing. I,
1: aside from being one of the most
0: all of it, yeah.
1: brilliant lyricists to ever walk the planet, I think since Gilbert and Sullivan.
0: Oh, over Sondheim.
1: I mean, Sondheim's got great lyrics, but I, I'd go as far as to say, like they're hugely topical for the piece that he's doing, mm. but Miranda has a way of making it like even more relevant in a sticking way. Yeah. Like I think the lyrics to Hamilton will still hit as hard in twenty years yeah. as they do now.
0: Yeah, and it was cool to watch it. I mean it it was he started writing it I think almost ten years ago and it feels even more prevalent today with how divided our country is and mm-hmm. um I mean it's a really it's cool that it's an important uh, that's a That was a good but way to go, Miranda. And, you know, giving an appreciation for hip-hop for a lot of people. You know, it's a good bridge for both pe- non-musical people to fall in love with a musical and for musical people to fall in love with hip-hop. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff in that. Like, he takes samples from other songs. He even takes lyrics and bits of We Caught, Gilbert and Sullivan, Last Five Years. Mm-hmm. And I forget which other one in the very beginning, but you, I mean, he samples both musicals and hip hop songs.
1: Giant nerd. I love it. And yeah, you know, it's just, it's amazing to watch. And I think it is something that I'm, I almost missed, you know, in the early version of the public that I saw that like really what rang true here is just the, amazing ability that he has to pull in incredibly talented collaborative people and make it like this huge team effort like nothing in that felt like there was a fight and someone got their way
0: totally everything was cohesive and Mm -hmm. the set everything about the set had meaning everything about the costumes had meaning Mm -hmm. um and i don't think they get their due i mean miranda's getting all the credit and it's like well what about the director and Yeah, the choreographer and the costumes, I mean, that it was a really beautifully cohesive show. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't frankly, I don't know, you talked about this, that in the Heights, once the creative team is gone, you know, it's not like it's doing well on the regional circuit. Well, and and I don't know if you know, I saw
1: the final company before it closed on Broadway, and, and was... I about walked out.
0: Well, that yeah, <laughs> I mean, I saw I love Avenue Q, and I saw Avenue Q at New World Stages on off uh, off Broadway, and dang, those people were over it.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm like, you're when, in
0: one of the best shows ever.
1: When I saw it at New World, an understudy was in, so uh-huh. it was fresh. For oh everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I almost prefer going. To see totally. an understudy in. Yeah. Um, because they got something to prove and everybody yeah. else brings it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But.
0: So I don't, I mean, I don't know uh, if it's going to maintain its uh, creative integrity with those pieces gone, but it also might end up being like a laymiz that no matter how far you take it from the creative team, laymiz is always going to look like laymiz. They're always going to. March in a pyramid or not a pyramid in a triangle. Yeah, at the end of Act One and wave the red flag.
1: Well, and I think that the thing that this so, has over in the Heights is the wider period of like resonance that yeah, it's going to have totally. in there, Yeah, unless you
0: unless you've been to Washington Heights.
1: Yeah, is I or I love or Dominican. The, you don't
0: appreciate it.
1: Didn't love the production that I saw of it, but I love the idea of in the Heights. Yeah, um, and all that stuff, but it's such it's such a New York focused Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And like outside of the city has a very small resonance factor. Mm -hmm. Um, This I think will continue on. I also think it should be like, you know, mandatory watching now that it's on video for, you know, high school history because they don't teach civics anymore.
0: I I mean, they barely, they barely touch on, It in there, but even, you know, I haven't heard about the Federalist Papers for since I was 15, I don't Mm -hmm. think, um, in terms of my education. And even then, I barely, yeah, I mean, how little you actually learn about the country and the building of the country. And there's a lot that they skip over, you know, they are complicated characters. And uh, Hamilton wasn't necessarily anti slavery. Or even pro immigration, even though he was an immigrant. And so that's something that you would Mm -hmm. maybe want to dive further into to see the complexities. It wasn't just like Jefferson, Madison, bad. Washington, Hamilton, good. Like, you know, um, they were complicated men of their time, but
1: well, I mean, and I loved how they put it in there. It's like there was a couple of times that Washington is like, take it easy, I'm from Virginia. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was, he's also a slave owner. <laughs> that was going in there. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's it's a really good show. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. And as much, you know, shit as I'll talk about the, you know, repeating melodies out of Mr. Miranda.
0: Yeah, but on a um, on a show like that where you have, where it's all singing and no speaking, those themes kind of help bring the mm-hmm. continuity back. But you do, I'm like, oh, Philippa well, Sue, you're so talented. I think you're singing the same three notes this whole show. Yeah. Well, so well, I mean, that one the, moment you get to riff.
1: Well, I mean, and mostly what I dog on for is like, you know, the similarity between like his Moana and In the Heights yeah. and Bring It On and in the Heights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even you,
0: I mean, you can hear, and that might just be a signature. You can hear three notes from a Sondheim song and be like, Oh, that's Sondheim. You know, he just loves his like three intervals.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, Sondheim does have like those weird ass intervals that you're like, Oh, yeah. it's oh, nobody Sondheim. but Sondheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He hates everybody in the show when he makes them count that. Um, but like, it's like, a difference in like tone and melody and everything mm-hmm. like that's like much different. But like I said before, like the thing that I love to joke about is like you could have taken that Moana song and, yeah, you know, change the words to like reference like a Mafungo shop and it could have been an In the Heights. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, but with this, he really did each song, each character was based on a hip hop artist. Mm hmm. So, like, Hercules was Busta Rhymes. Um, Washington was, I think it was Washington that was Common and John Legend kind of together. Mm-hmm. And you see it. And then, you know, Jefferson has that, like, almost James Brown or Little Richard song. Yeah. And then, you know, Jonathan Groff is the Beatles breakup song. And so, you know, they, you do hear differences well, in, within the hip-hop modality.
1: And it was in a really artful way because mm-hmm. like you were laughing at me when I was talking about Washington's song in act one, like my favorite oh, number yeah. and how it had a very Led Zeppelin feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I'm getting Eminem. I'm like, well, Eminem borrowed from, heavily yeah. from yeah.
0: Jimmy Page. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> in fact, a lot of the late 90s, early 2000s hip hop pretty much has ripped off Jimmy Page.
0: But that's hip hop is <laughs> hip hop is sampling. Mm-hmm. You take a sample and you write over it. Um, I loved the, the room where it happens. That was, I mean, I just, I'll watch Leslie Odom jr. Sing.
1: He can, everything. I, yeah, literally uh, it's fine. Voice like butter. But I mean, one of the other things that I really enjoyed about this show was that like the true ensemble cast in there, like they all mm-hmm. work together, but when they held the stage on their own, God damn it. Oh, they I held know. that stage on their own.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Both Leslie Odom and Jonathan Groff just standing there not even moving his first number Mm -hmm. does not move at all. And, you know, he's command. I know they're doing a tight shot, but you can tell he would command that stage regardless. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just like, damn.
1: I mean, and I will give that up for, like, the work that Lin-Manuel does is he has a true appreciation for, like, the craft. There's no one in there just because of the way that they look yeah. or the way that they sound. Like they are the complete package. Yeah. They all sound fucking great.
0: And he is, you know, and to frankly, hear-
1: everybody in this show looks great. too. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. But-, <laughs> but he you've heard him. Did you listen to his Conan podcast interview?
1: I don't know if I did or not. I don't think And so. he
0: and he was on my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> but of course it, he was hearing him. He is he loves the craft, like he loves the art form so much. He's such a geek. He loves music and he loves musical theater. He references it all the time. He mm-hmm. is just so excited to be involved. Like he really <laughs> you know, I imagine well, that any creative I mean, endeavor that you do with him would be fulfilling just because that's the attitude. Like he's not jaded in the slightest. Well,
1: yeah, well I'm sure. And like look at his like biggest claims of fame in the heights and Hamilton. He, even though he's like the, you know, the lead in them, the shows aren't about him. Yeah, like he really could have been off stage, yeah. having coffee for three quarters of this show.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it would have gone on without him. I like, know. I think that that's kind of really amazing, especially like the people who like wrote, direct, produced. Yeah, <laughs> like.
0: And he um, and he said, because when he was writing it, he was deciding whether to play Hamilton or Burr. And he couldn't decide. And he's like, uh, you know, in movies outside of this, I'll always be the buddy. So I'm going to play the lead. And he's like, but damn it, Burr actually has two of the best songs. <laughs> and, and like, you know, as much as I love Lin-Manuel, I'm so glad that we heard Odom Jr. sing them and not, uh,
1: and yeah. not him. Yeah, well, I mean, Burr really did... Carry a majority he's, of the emotional yeah, weight of that show. He's the
0: salieri of this show, and it really it was fun to watch.
1: And like you, you like Lin Manuel, but right, he's so don't- <laughs> he's the goofy guy. Yeah, like I don't know.
0: I don't think it would have worked if he were
1: Burr. I mean, and it could just be a lack of seeing him, you know, do that stuff. But he's got this magnetism that you just like him. And, like, yeah. I don't think he could have moved me in the way that Leslie Odom did.
0: And I honestly I think it was important. Like, Leslie was so good. It was, I think it was also really cool to have someone that dark-skinned play Burr. So you're seeing, although Miranda isn't white, but seeing, like, a light-skinned mm-hmm. guy and seeing the... The difference in their success could add some weight to how you're watching it and interpreting it and I think that was really important too mm-hmm. um, yeah and just it was good seeing Leslie Odom Jr. do that damn <laughs> I think my mom has his Christmas album <laughs> as she should she I'm has, sure she
1: has everybody's she has every Christmas album,
0: Christmas album. <laughs> um, like I'm
1: pretty sure she has Larry from the gas station's Christmas <laughs> album
0: <laughs> like, it's true Um, so yeah, so you didn't, you didn't hate it. No. This is the first thing you haven't hated.
1: Well, I didn't expect to hate it going in. Oh
0: my God. You're such a liar. I feel like you toy with my emotions.
1: I, I, no, I stand by that. I wasn't the most excited to watch a musical (laughs) on TV because I know that, you know, especially given that I work in the industry, it's blasphemous to say i typically don't enjoy watching musicals yeah. um you know and a big part of that is that since it's what i do and i spent so long calling shows i don't turn off and enjoy a yeah musical, you don't really
0: enjoy it yeah
1: um in the way that i can turn off and enjoy a play because mm-hmm. i've only done like five of those mm-hmm. so you know it's not the same but like even now like watching that on Fucking TV! Like I started to get like palpitations when we were coming up on like a turntable cue. I'm like, oh god, the turntable's gonna move. Fuck, are they? Are they set? <laughs> no, did. Where's my overhead shot? Are they clear? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I start losing my mind, and then like you were laughing at me. I'm like, oh, that was an artful cut to a close shot when they had an early light cue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I get that. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way with the performance side.
1: Um But I gotta But you enjoyed it. Yeah, I do. And I have to, you know, throw a shout out to the stage management on that one. Yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't it. Amber White called Beautiful Show.
0: <laughs> Aw, Aww. you're so sweet. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, big shout out to the <laughs> crew.
1: I mean You know, especially now, since it's on TV, there's just a much wider audience that loves the show and has no idea what they do. So stage management, I'm with you. I know.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, one of his Ham for Ham performances, he had someone, he had the stage manager. They sang a song out during Ham for Ham, which is a lottery for people at home, it's the the lottery mm-hmm. performance that they would have to get the ten the ten seats for only ten dollars to actually make it accessible to people and hundreds of people would come and he still wanted to give a show, even though not everyone would win and get to see the show and so for one of those, the cast sang a song, and he had the stage manager call all of the cues during it so they could appreciate and see exactly what's happening te- happening technically behind that. so
1: mm-hmm.
0: there you go. So even Lin-Manuel Miranda's doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I give him shit, but I like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean,
1: you know, anybody who's worked with me knows that I'm just, like, an equal opportunity shit giver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, So I'm excited about maybe the next thing I'll make you watch that you maybe won't hate but uh, might actually enjoy, which is kind of dated now, but they made a spoof of Legally Blonde... Mm -hmm. Uh, the search for the next l Woods with In the Heights, and it was Legally Brown. The yeah. search for the next Piragua guy, and it was a little uh, web series.
1: Yeah, I think that you're right that I would probably actually enjoy that, because I do love a good musical lampooning of our, yeah. um, <laughs> of our industry. You know, it's like, you know, stuff like that. Like, I enjoyed Spam a lot. Like, that was a musical oh, that yeah. I enjoyed seeing, because it just makes fun of You know, the art and the craft of producing theater. (laughs) Same with something rotten.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) Like all of those sorts of things I really enjoy when they like make fun of this weird sanctimonious attitude that we tend to have about theater and all of that stuff. And I just, I think it should be way more accessible than that. And I I love shows like this that it's like, it's got the deeper meaning you can read into it, but if you didn't want to, you could have an enjoyable two hours. And, yeah, without you could this. also like, sit
0: back and enjoy the show. It
1: didn't. Inf- it didn't force you to have a cathartic experience and like change your outlook on the whole world. Mm-hmm. It absolutely invites you to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's that's a lost art in our art is creating something that's accessible and can change you a little or a lot. Yeah. I think everybody now just goes for, I want to change your whole worldview and rock your world. Maybe. And I just, I I don't know. I don't appreciate.
0: And it was such a good (laughs) subject. It was a good subject matter because as divided Mm -hmm. as our country is, I think whether you're a liberal or a uh, (laughs) a liberal or a Democrat, a liberal or a conservative, you can sit back and watch that show and appreciate and remember why our country was founded in the first place. Mm hmm. You know, yes, they were slave owners, and yes, women couldn't vote for another, like, almost 200 years. But... <laughs> uh...
1: Wait, Susan B. Anthony just didn't wander into a polling place, and that's how women got the vote?
0: <laughs> They're like, ah, I guess we'll give it to them. She was going to the grocery store and got turned around? That's that's not what happened? Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, of course, there, our, our country didn't start perfectly, and it wasn't started by perfect people, but... Um, You know, the fact on July 4th that we can celebrate, even if there isn't much to celebrate with this country, the fact that we can watch um, an uncensored show on TV and then Mm -hmm. write whatever the fuck we want about our country on the internet without worrying about being murdered (laughs) or arrested, that's a, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'll take that First Amendment.
1: Right. Well, and I like this one because it, like, hammers home that They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. (laughs) They said it so
0: many times. They're like, like, I don't know. We're building this from nothing. Yeah. Like,
1: they're building the plane on the runway as they're going to take (laughs) off. And they embraced that, and it was wonderful.
0: Well, I'm glad I didn't force you to do something completely unenjoyable.
1: No, it wasn't completely unenjoyable.
0: I hope people enjoy this podcast, even though you didn't hate it.
1: I don't know. I mean... Maybe it's a nice little palate cleanser bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> Might break their podcast players yeah. because you can't title it Adam Hates Hamilton. No,
0: I'm going to title it that because that's how the title works. And then the plot twist will be that you didn't hate it.
1: Because
0: oh. I at the end of every blurb, I say, did Adam hate Harry Potter Part 7, Part 2? Listen to find
1: out. Yeah, but what happens with those people that only read the headlines and then I'm going to be, like, canceled on Reddit or something? Aw. i'm like have you have you been in our industry i'm already a pariah i know
0: (laughs) so what's the difference well on that note um we might do more episodes we might not we'll see if we can come up with things to do that adam hates
1: i thought we were on the season break like i was already having a drink with an umbrella in it and Big straw hat.
0: Yeah, but remember you were like, but when next? When are we doing next, Keeny? Because well, you actually secretly enjoy it. You like having fans.
1: No, that was before you told me about the whole season thing we were doing, and then I embraced that. You're just trying to keep <laughs> me off balance.
0: Yep. <laughs> keep me like, you on your toes. It's a roller coaster ride.
1: No, I can definitely get down with, like, the ebb and flow of this. Like, I know <laughs> that there's just going to be a short period of time that I'm suffering. Yeah. I can, I can deal with that.
0: This may be our last quarantine one, because... You know, a lot of the things we want to do involve us being out in public and we can't do that for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I mean,
1: maybe last this quarantine one.
0: Yeah.
1: So maybe another. <sighs> wear your masks, kids.
0: Yeah, wear a mask. Celebrate all the liberties you want, but just wear a fucking mask, please. <laughs> and do whatever you want, as long as it's not on my lawn and frightening horses. <laughs> <My> horses.
1: Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, one alligator between you.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a Florida joke.
1: But Yeah, but look it up. Google it.
0: Okay. Do you feel like you have to have the last thing to say?
1: Uh, not I really. I don't that know why you like... And
0: then you just keep saying things.
1: Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Adam hates everything. Was
0: rent that good? that's a that's another podcast.
1: no, the answer is no. That's not that good. <laughs>